everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising in the local area and for local entrepreneurs looking to learn more about the franchising industry. Before we get going here, just a quick announcement. We are our little scrappy new niche podcast. We're about to hit 1,500 downloads. So a thank you to all of our listeners and audience out there. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for listening. And especially, thanks for the feedback that you've been providing us on what you like the most and what you want to hear more of. Greatly appreciated. So let's get to the show. We've got a unique guest and a unique topic today, and let me explain exactly what that is. And I do mean unique in a couple of ways, as far as our guest goes. You all know that I'm a big fan of franchising. I've been in the franchising field for a couple of decades. I get it really well, and I understand why it benefits people. That being said, as a franchise owner myself, I know that it's not the right solution for everybody who's looking to get into business ownership and or build passive income. We talk about buy, build, or sell, right? You can buy an existing business, you can build a business from the ground up, or you can join, excuse me, buy, build, or join. And the join is joining a franchise. Well, needless to say, under the category of building and building your own thing, real estate investment is a very viable option for folks. And a lot of the people that are looking at franchising are looking at real estate investment or are already in real estate investment and vice versa. A lot of the people who I talk to who are in franchising are looking to diversify into real estate investment and holdings. One thing's for sure, regardless of which way you go, the buy, build, or join, it's really important to have a trusted advisor who can teach you from their own example, from their own experience. And so we're going to talk about real estate investment today with our guest, Ted Kosh. Thank you so much for joining us. What's going on, buddy? Plenty is going on. Yeah, And I can't wait to hear from you about what's going on. I can't believe you have that whole intro memorized. (laughs) When I do my podcast, I have it pre-recorded and it plays because there's no way I'm going to knock it out like you did. It's a good job. Well, yeah, it's taken (laughs) surprise. Let me just say there are times when it doesn't go smoothly, right? They give me notes and maybe I hit them, maybe I don't, but we just keep rolling. So thanks. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Let's explain why we've got Ted here today. He is the managing director of Omaha RIA. That's the Real Estate Investors Association. He's going to explain what that is. Kind of like a franchise, actually, which he was explaining to me before the show. He's also a partner in DVG Realty Group at KW Elite and a master networker, which is how we know each other. That's how we met, yeah. So going back to the idea of if you're going to get into some kind of business ownership or investment, work with somebody who gets that field, who gets that opportunity. You have seen the real estate investment industry from all the angles, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, I tell you what, uh, that's one thing that we always talk about, uh, you know, in podcasts and in our group. You know, I always ask uh, a group, I'm like, hey, you know, when we do our big open events once a month, uh-huh. I'm like, hey, if you're a realtor and you have investment properties, raise your hand. Because it is so important to work with somebody that actually knows it. You can work with somebody and like, oh, you're looking for a rental property and that agent's just going to throw you at anything, right? Well, yeah, yeah. why? Is it because it looks pretty? 
<laughs> I mean, or is it actually make you money, right? Right. You got in, yeah. and, and there's a thing called a pro forma, which is a breakdown of the numbers that tells you what you should expect in a return that year, right? Yeah. And not everybody understands how to do that or even knows how to do it. And some agents don't even know what that is. So you need to, if you want to get into this, make sure you work with an agent that's an actual investor. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like an investment brokerage like DVG Realty is, but it, uh, but it, it has to be um, somebody that just understands investors because you could be getting something that really doesn't make money. People buy properties all the time and they like, they don't understand that, you know, it's not okay. So my mortgage is going to be a thousand dollars and my rent's going to be uh, $1,200. So I'm going to make $200 a month. No, you got, you know, you, sometimes you don't think about the insurance or what about when it's vacant and you got to pay for those utilities. You know, what about um, if you're going to hire a management company, there's management costs, you got insurance, you got everything uh, that comes out of this. And sometimes it's a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. And, and a good rule of thumb in it is there's what they call the 1% rule. And if that property costs $100,000, yeah. the rent should be at least $1,000. And that kind of gives you a good fundamental. If you're looking at a $300,000 rental house, if that can't bring in $3,000 a month rent, it probably won't make sense in the end. Oh, that's a really good starting so, point. So, like you, you you know, you need, it's not the end all say all, but it's a good way to know that you're at least looking at something that you should dig deeper into mm-hmm. and, and get and do your more research on it. Which kind of proves your point about, you know, work with somebody who's practicing what they're preaching, right? They have experience doing this and are currently doing this. Yeah. And in today's market, it's really difficult. There's, at least in Omaha, there's not a lot of inventory. Yeah. You know, we, we don't have, um, it's not, you can't jump on MLS right now and just get a, a good rental property right now because uh, I think the World Herald put out there a couple Sundays ago that on the front page that there was a hundred and something available houses on the market. That's I, unbelievable. I don't, <laughs> I don't do a lot of traditional real estate. I'm, I just usually help 1% of the time. It's usually like friends, family are really close referral. Okay. And I'm helping a family out right now and they sold their home in Minnesota. They're living in Airbnb for the last six weeks probably wrote 15 offers for them. And I mean, we're going 40, 50,000 over asking in that three to 400 range right now, mm-hmm. offering to pay closing costs for the other side, doing a hundred thousand dollar earnest deposits. Uh, I mean, crazy stuff, no inspections. And we are not even getting close. I'm, I'm getting told and this offer I did last night. They said, you're not even close. Wow. You know, uh, one of my agents, she listed her house for three sixty five. Uh huh. And it went for four eighty five, and, and the agent gave gave up all their commissions that that did the sale. So she made more Breaking than that. New ground out there. That's how bad it is. <laughs> that's that's so much demand. And I, I heard a rumor. I don't know. Don't don't hold me to this. That Celebrity Homes, biggest builder in town, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard that they sold all their houses for this year, going into the next year, and that they're pausing. That right now they're all they're, yeah, they're the se- same thing. They're selling all their model houses right now. That's so, what they have. So I got a question. I mean, in this kind of environment. Thanks for the detail, by yeah. the way. But in this kind of environment, what are you investing in? What you- yeah, so I my portfolio is so I just when I took over the RIA two years ago, yeah, uh, I made that I was helping investors out for four years prior to that, and I've made many investors millionaires. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I need to start investing myself. And if I'm buying the Real Estate Investment Association of Omaha, I got I'm, I'm only gonna be credible if I have some properties under my own belt. So um, prior to that, I only had one rental property. Uh, I just started adding more. I, I, I bought another house uh, and we could do a method called the Burr method, which is in the investment world. This is really big. The Burr method yep. as in like B-U-R-R? No, B-R-R-R-R. Buy, 
uh, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat the process. Gotcha. It's one of the most popular methods out there. Um, there's a good, there's a right way and wrong way doing everything. But you know, I bought, I found a house in South Omaha off market that was condemned for eight years. Mm-hmm. Bought it for twelve thousand dollars. Put eighty something into it. It appraised at one hundred and fifty thousand. Easy numbers. They cut me a check back for one hundred thirty something thousand. So I was able to pay off my debt, pay off myself, right. and put an extra thirty grand in my pocket. Payment on that's like seven hundred bucks a month. And, uh, and now it's an Airbnb and I'm averaging 3,300 a month, Nice, you know, so that being creative, you take that money back out, you buy your next one. So I went and bought a five unit apartment building and I'm doing that process with the apartment building. It'll refinance out, putting up about a hundred thousand back in my pocket and use that money to buy the next one. That's how you build that's fast. Repeat. Yep. That, so you repeat that process, wow. but that's the, that's the popular way of doing this. But back to it, I was like, I need some credibility in what I'm doing. You got to show people what I'm doing. So that's why I just started building my own portfolio. And then back to creative, um, as a investment real estate or commercial agent, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get creative out there to try to get those deals. Right. Right. I, I don't know if I want to give it a special sauce away, but yeah, I'm, don't I, do that. I, uh, but I, I'm, <laughs> I've now made it to a point when I'm working with my commercial clients, uh, my thing I say is, Hey, if you want to work with me and do this big commercial project and there's lots of great agents, even better than me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just know everybody. That's my thing. I know everybody. You're going to find somebody probably more knowledge, but I, I am very connected and I'm loyal, mm-hmm. but use me for that agent. And what I'm going to do for you is I will actually become your business partner. I will donate my commissions back into that deal. And, okay. and that way you don't have to come up with as much money at the closing table. And in exchange, you make me a 10% owner or partner, you know, and then I have a stake. I'm silent. I stay out of it. I have an ownership in a property. Uh, and they don't have to come up all that money down, which they would be looking to get out of a partner anyway. Very so unique. now I can be their agent and be the partner, get more more deals. Yeah, and they know you've got their best interests in mind. Always, always. Because you're in a partnership. Yep, them. and I'm a realtor, and you got your code of ethics you got to follow. Right. So. so back up a little bit. Tell me how you got here. Looking looking at your background, you, you've had quite the variety of experiences when it comes to side hustles and oh, man. and professional training. Talk to me a little bit about your background and what got you to this point. Well, well, without boring you with all my jobs I've done in my life, um, <laughs> the, uh, I, there's always at my whole, in my whole life, there's always been a point where I've had two to four jobs at all times. So I was a partner with Omaha Nightlife at one point in my life, and mm-hmm. uh, which was a website. And we promoted um, restaurants and bars, and we franchised out actually into um, eight cities. And uh, so my job was going to every city, build the franchise, get the sales team together, and and create a sales team, get the advertising set up, and then move on to the next city. So that was really fun. Uh, we did. So I learned management. I learned sales. I, I learned partnerships. Uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of cases with that. Uh, that and then so that was a big part. I did that for ten years. Um, I also, out of that, I uh, started with a partner, uh, Elizabeth. We started dancing with the Omaha Stars. So no d- kidding. Did that for uh, on and off for twelve years. Uh, that was a fun deal. COVID kind of put the final nail in the coffin on that one. Oh. Uh, and, uh, we wanted to do one last like all-star event, but it didn't, it didn't break out. But, um, and then, uh, I, I worked for Thrasher Basements for, uh, it was a family owned business. I liked what they're all about. Uh, you know, regardless of them being the most expensive and having that st- stature out there, uh, you're not going to get better work, uh, out of, you're not going to get better, higher quality work. Uh, it was a good family owned business to work for. Learned a lot and it, I have taken 
so much of that company and then pl- applied it to what I'm doing right now. Cause I, there's all the times you're looking at properties that have foundation issues and whatever not. And I can see that and I can tell them what it is and I can give them a rough idea what it's going to cost to fix it. And that's a, that's a huge value add. And I always joke and anytime I do traditional real estate, which is very far in, in between, I would say, Hey, if you want me to be your real estate agent on this, just so you know, it's going to take 10 times longer because I see everything <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not going to hold back. You right. know, and this I, is a good thing. It's like the house I want. I told you we offered yesterday, we walked yeah. it and there's a thing called street creep where driveways can push into the foundations of the houses mm-hmm. and, and it destroys wing walls and floors, creates creeks, caves and walls sometimes. And this house had that. And I just showed them where all the damage was that was actually patched and hidden. And you immediately identified that because of your experience. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, I go, this is just beginning. You can, you know, make it so it doesn't get worse, but this is here. But I was able to show that. Now in investment properties, that's a big deal because if you have a really bad foundation, it could be a, you know, if you got... You know, a lot of times we're looking in the, you know, the east side of town at properties, east of 72nds, where yeah. majority of the stuff what we look at is, um, and in-house we have our own construction division and everything. So I can say, hey, you know, we can fix this stuff or we can't fix this stuff or, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it might be a bad investment because you got it. It's all in the numbers. It's all in the worksheet, right? Right. So. It's not just the cost associated, but it's the the opportunity cost of losing the rent while you're doing the repairs. But so back to your job question, the, that job created a lot of good experiences. And I think that has well-rounded me to um, move as quickly as I have into, into the industry I'm in right now. Gotcha. And then the Omaha RIA, you, you were talking to me before the show about in a lot of ways, that's like a franchise, but you had an interesting path to, how you took over that organization. You purchased the rights yep. to the local Oma Real, Real Estate Investment Association, RIA. Yep. Talk to me about how that all unfolded. Uh, so uh, I, you know, I, if you want to get out there and get your name out there, you got to network. That's how we met. Mm-hmm. And uh, so through networking, uh, I was like, oh, if I want to get in the real estate field, I got to go to everything that's real estate related. There's only like two groups at the time, maybe three. And I attended every meeting and I also offered to volunteer at everything I did. So uh, I got to know Andy and Paulina. They they ran the, ran the RIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, also just, I was kind of joking. They're like, you know, one day we'd want to retire, go to Florida, go somewhere warmer. I'm like, hey, you know what? If you're ready to retire sometime. I'm, I would be happy to, happy to take this over for you because every book you read in investing, it says, join your local RIA. Is that right? Yeah. So, you, oh. and, and it's in bigger pockets. Podcast is the biggest real estate podcast in the world. And they, they always talk about finding your local RIA. And I'm like, okay, so if it's got the RIA name on it, this is a win-win. They get a lot of people coming just because of that. And so it's 72 members. When we took over, uh, we are, Officially, uh, in as of uh, for last year, we were the fastest growing RIA in the country. There's over 100. Congratulations! Thanks. So there's over 100 chapters. That has so now we have. I, last time I checked, we had 345 actual paid members for our local group. Uh, from 72. Yeah, from 72. I'm not a mathematician, but that's uh, that's quite a growth trajectory. Yeah, you know, here's a thousand percent. You know, I, I know a lot of people. Uh, I'm not I'm not getting political here, but a lot of people were scared of the COVID. And, and, and rightfully so. So the, my, my stat, you know, how I took it on head on is like, you know what, we're going to do live events as long as I legally can, but we're also going to offer a live feed to our Facebook group for the people who don't feel comfortable to attend. Mm -hmm. And my, I was initially going to cut that off. 
But I've actually invested a lot more into it. I've hired, hired a full-time sound and lighting guy and, and oh, okay. be invested. Now we have multiple angles and stuff. And my thought behind that is, is I, if I just give that content out for free, it's not the, although the content's great, it's not the content that, that is selling it. It's the relationships that you make at the event. There, there's a guy, uh, Owen Dashner, and we do um, a podcast called Rio Radio. And I originally met him through the meetup. And he was just telling me that uh, before we did the podcast that he was sitting at a table with another investor. And he's like, yeah, I got, I got this extra property. He's like, the guy over here is like, man, I, I could use a property in that area. So he made his 20000 on it. <laughs> he took it, flipped it, and, and re- did the Burr method. Right. So he, he did a flip, a hold it. And, uh, and he walked away making 50000 So they both. Everybody won. But that connection happened at the table. Yeah. You create that environment for people. Yeah, we, we're getting 150 people uh, showing up uh, just for these events. So if you're gonna if you're gonna show if you're gonna join Rio, which is pretty reasonable because I'm part of it, che- cheapest Rio in the country. Yeah, if you're gonna join it, go there understanding that it's the networking value in addition to just the strategic and tactical that you might learn, particularly if you're a new real estate investor, just understanding things like the Burr method. But go in there knowing that, hey, this is an opportunity to meet people that could further your investing career. You mentioned new investor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're, if you're new or wanting to get into this, you got you to gotta, you know, completely immerse yourself into this, right? Because um, you, you need to know the aspects. You can't just go buy a property. Because if that agent you're working with especially doesn't know what they're telling you, if you get a bad first property, you are, are, you're ruined. Because yeah. you maybe you don't have a ton of money, maybe you're getting discouraged, uh, you know. But you got to make sure that first one's a home run, or and and going to make sense. Because if that first one doesn't make sense, you're discouraged and you're out. So gotcha. go to the networking groups, read books, read podcasts. Um, make sure you have an agent that has his own properties, and and make a smart decision. You know, I always tell every time I work with a new client, which is kind of one of my passions. I love working with new investors and getting them that first deal. Yeah, uh, but you got to make sure that that first property is, is, is a home run, even if it t- takes 12 months. Okay. Don't rush the first one. So it's kind of like getting married. Just don't run into it, get married. It's kind of like get, investing in a d- franchise. D- date a little bit, you know? Be deliberate <laughs> until you find the right thing. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. People who listen to this podcast hear that all the time. Be really judicious about that. You're going to learn a lot from the first one, and you mm-hmm. don't want it to be bad lessons. Yep. It's also like building a franchise system, by the way. Make sure your first franchisees are going to be superstars and you do whatever you need to do in order to help make them superstars. That's one thing I love about your system. I, I've referred clients to you and, and they've come back and said, you know, we did the questionnaire and gone back and forth and, and I'm in a business that I didn't even know that I wanted to be in. And, you know, and it, it, it's perfect fit for me because you, you, disco- you do a discovery period right. and, and then you find the right fit for them. Right. Got it. So. Yep. Yep. So speaking of uh, getting educated and as we get close to wrapping up here, you've got your own podcast. Yeah. That's something that you're listening to and learning from, probably learning from guests. What else are you reading or listening to right now? Oh, man. So I do a lot. Um, I used to be an actual reader. So now I just read a book uh, <laughs> when, when, when I'm on the treadmill in the mornings. Yeah. Um, but there's uh, three books that I'm, I'm, I'm listening to right now that I downloaded uh, um, uh, my Amazon. So Never Split the Difference, which I'm actually re-listening to for the third time right now. It's oh, by wow. Chris Voss. He's the FBI negotiator. 
yeah you i you you gotta that if you're in any type of sales or even if you're in a marriage where uh, the other one controls you and you need to be able to have a little bit more leverage and and, and win never split the difference Never split the difference. It is, okay. it is my top five recommendations, but Thank I'm you. I'm rereading that now. Um, I went to the Bigger Pockets conference this year, and uh, Hal Elrod was the main speaker, and he wrote Miracle Morning. Okay. Uh, I'm I never was a morning guy until about uh, about four years ago when I started hitting no the gym. Kidding. Yeah, well, I did nightlife industry for so oh. long, so I was up till four or five in the morning. So it was a big transition, right? So Miracle Morning is just amazing. I just finished that one, uh, I think, yesterday. And uh, Think Think and Grow Rich has been recommended to me by tons of people. So I just downloaded that one and started that one uh, this morning. And then uh, my po- my podcast that I listen to, uh, Bigger Pockets, is by far the best podcast. Uh, if you want basic knowledge, listen to Bigger Pockets. I get 250,000 downloads a month wow. or a week, one of the two. Uh, oh, we're right so behind them. Right behind them. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then um, there's another one by Bigger Pockets called Real Estate Rookie, and they uh-huh. kind of interview people that are like under five properties and then like no no questions a dumb question. And we have a rookie Ria group in town too. It's we're, almost we're, like an FAQ podcast. Yeah, just for that. Um, and then uh, Grow Omaha with Jeff Beals. Mm-hmm. If you want to know where to get your investment properties, listen to Jeff Beals because he'll give you uh, nuggets before they before it gets out in the news. Yeah, and then you can start buying up some rental properties in that area. Like he talked about the med center before the news was talking about the med center, right? And so I started calling my clients up, like, "Hey, this med center is com- uh, should be coming." And I had clients starting to buy up properties in that within within a half mile. He's been on our Jeff Beals has been on the podcast and so, uh, uh, did a great job of describing it, exactly that. He's a great guy. We we actually grew up as neighbors. Oh, interesting. So he, we played hide and go seek, and he was the older brother of, of the neighbor, you know, and like, oh, Jeff's going to play with us. <laughs> He's a good guy. Um, and okay, then, so wait, go back real quick. Yeah. The name of your podcast. Rhea, R-E-I-A, Radio. Uh, we've done about 31 episodes now. We come out on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. What platforms? Uh, every. All of the major yeah, ones. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we're not on video yet, but we've been videoing everything. So eventually we'll be on YouTube. Okay. And uh, we uh, we think we're doing pretty good. We get over 400 downloads a, a, a week. Congratulations. Thanks. So it's been it's been really positive. And uh, National RIA is going to pump us out to all 45,000 members uh, starting next month. Uh, we have the president of uh of ria mm-hmm. flying in to do a presentation for us as a congratulations for our attendance and uh he's gonna uh he's gonna be on our podcast well congratulations so we'll use that as a, we'll use that as a launch out there so it'll be good fantastic you answered my next question about big events um how else can people get a hold of you yeah so ria uh omaha is our website and you have all of our events on there uh facebook our facebook group is ria uh we have a ria facebook page we have several ria facebook pages uh, we're franchising our group around the whole entire state mm-hmm. so uh we have we have uh we're in process of creating partnerships with six uh and Kearney, North Platte, Norfolk, uh, Lincoln. We have another group here in Omaha uh, and uh, Columbus. So we're, we're expanding uh, out and to try to bring all the real estate in the statewide into one spot. Gotcha. But um, yeah, in our events, so we always have our big events on the first Tuesdays of every month. April 5th is uh, Charles Tassel. Should be a huge one. He's on national news all the time. Yeah. We, we do a luncheon, which is free for anybody to attend, which is always on the third Wednesdays, which the next one's going to be March 18th. And all this will be on omaharia.com. omaharia.com, yeah. Perfect. 
And, hey. and, and you had court, you had a cutchel on. Yeah. And so we have a cutchel uh, first week of May. Oh, that's really good. No. So yeah, we haven't publicly announced that yet. So now you have. Yeah. So Greg will be on. <laughs> so <laughs> Ted, congratulations on all the success, all of the opportunities that you have coming up just from your explanations there. And really appreciate you being on the show. Same to you, man. I, I've been really proud to see what you've done because we've known each other for about five years now in our networking yeah. group. And you just, and I, I see and he, hear you everywhere. <laughs> so that's well, awesome, man. And Thanks to all of you for listening to another episode. Speaking of upcoming events, if you're listening to this in real time, a really good event that's coming up is on uh, overcoming supply chain challenges, which is impacting anybody who's in business right now. The Entrepreneurs Education Collaborative is doing a session on Wednesday, the 16th of March at 1130. It's a Zoom. So just go out there and Google Entrepreneurs Education Collaborative or search it on Facebook and you'll see where to get the link to be a part of that. It's 1130 next Wednesday, the 16th. And a UNO professor with a deep experience in that field is the presenter. With that, I want to thank all of you once again for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide. A Huda Media Production.